What's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Last Take Sports Podcast. And today we are here with our NFL awards predictions. And these aren't really based on who we think will win. This is more predicting who we believe should win. So let's start off with obviously the biggest award, and that is the MVP. And I think, Andrew, we can both agree on this, that Aaron Rodgers is the clear-cut favorite in this one. And that's why I have winning this award. Yeah, and I don't find I don't see a way where you don't have Aaron Rodgers winning this award. Aaron Rodgers has been spectacular all season, very consistent. He's I don't even know if this year that he had a game, maybe against the Buccaneers, but I don't think he had a game where he just came out totally flat and couldn't get anything going. I can only date back to that Buccaneers game, but aside from that, he's been on point all season, playing very well. Definitely the most consistent quarterback in the NFL this year and he deserves this MVP award no doubt in my mind yeah Andrew moving on now to the coach of the year I think this is another relatively obvious one and maybe you could argue Sean McDermott or Matt LaFleur but those teams were in the playoffs last year and they don't really have a history of just being bad and over the past couple of years they've been playoff teams but Kevin Stefanski he led a Browns team that hasn't made the playoffs in 20 years and hasn't won a playoff game and I think 20 years. So for him to finally get the Browns back to the playoffs, I think that there's no doubt that you have to give him the coach of the year. Yeah. And I agree with that. Kevin Stefanski coach of the year. And that's because he turned around a six and 10 Browns team and turned them into an 11 and five playoff team. I mean, kudos to Kevin Stefanski because he really changed the culture in Cleveland. And we know that culture was nothing good and nothing to be proud of, nothing special in Cleveland before Stefanski got there. But as soon as he got there, he really turned things around in Cleveland. Now you can consider them a winning team and a winning organization. Therefore, I really don't see how you could pick anyone other than Kevin Stefanski. I understand Brian Flores, but he didn't even make the playoffs. That's the only reason why I didn't have him winning. But with Kevin Stefanski turning around a 6-10 and 10 Browns roster, and Brown's team taking him to 11 and five and the playoffs and just changing the whole morale of this team and just the whole aspect of this organization. I mean, he really flipped everything about this organization and team, by the way, he's been coaching, by the way, this team's been performing. Therefore I have Kevin Stefanski of the Cleveland Browns winning coach of the year. Yeah, Andrew, now moving on to Offensive Player of the Year. And surprisingly, neither of us have Derrick Henry winning this award. And I know you could argue he had, he rushed for 2,000 yards. No one really does that. People have, There's been running backs who have rushed for 2,000 yards before, but there's been no tight end that I can name that has had a single-season tight end season that Travis Kelsey has had. And for a guy who plays tight end, you never see a guy have 15 touchdowns 1800 yards and 100 receptions so I think for a guy that probably had the single greatest season for a tight end ever I would say that he has to be the offensive player of the year yeah and I agree with that also Travis Kelsey is probably having the best year of a tight end as we've seen in a while and maybe ever because he's just so dominant at that position he he came in second I believe in receiving yards in the NFL and that that has wide receivers too I mean Travis Kelsey at the tight end position is out receiving every other receiver in the NFL, aside from Stefan Diggs, I believe. That's insane. 
Travis Kelsey is having a year at tight end that no other tight end has ever had. He's catching almost a touchdown a game. He is so unstoppable at this position. You have to put him as offensive player of the year, I believe. And that's just because how unstoppable and dominant he is at the position he plays. And the only other person I think you can maybe discuss and put into that discussion about who might be more dominant at their certain position on the offensive end of the ball. Maybe you put Derrick Henry, maybe Patrick Mahomes, but Patrick Mahomes isn't going to win the offensive player of the year award, especially when he won't win MVP this season. And Derrick Henry, I mean, he's the only other guy I really can consider for this award right now. But Travis Kelsey at the tight end position is just doing things that we haven't seen before. We've seen rushers run for 2,000 yards plus, but we haven't seen tight ends receive and catch balls and just be so dominant like the way Travis Kelsey is and how he's been playing. Therefore, I do have Travis Kelsey winning this Offensive Player of the Year award. Yeah, Andrew, moving on now to the Defensive Player of the Year. And I think this award should just be renamed to Aaron Donald Award of the Year because he's just going to win Defensive Player of the Year award every year. He's the most dominant player on defense in the NFL, and it's really not close. I mean, he he gets 13 sacks a year at the defensive tackle spot when most defensive tackles don't reach even anywhere close to 10. He has 45 tackles where most defensive tackles don't have anywhere close to that. They average around 25. He has four forced fumbles and on an average year, every other defensive tackle will have one or two. So this guy is just physically and mentally unstoppable at the defensive tackle position. And you could basically give this guy the defensive player of the year award every single year. Yeah. And I agree with this as well. Henry Aaron Donald for defensive player of the year. He has 13 and a half sacks right now. That is currently tied for second in the NFL. And he has four forced fumbles and that's tied for third in the NFL. And this is all as an interior lineman. And it's much easier to get sacks on the outside playing at the end position on the defensive line. He's doing it on the interior, which is very difficult to do. And this man is averaging or not averaging, but he has 13 and a half sacks a game and is averaging nearly a sack a game in the NFL. What he's doing is truly remarkable. He is like the Travis Kelsey at the defensive tackle position. And I can use almost everything I use to describe Travis Kelsey for Aaron Donald. He is so dominant, so unstoppable his position. I can't see to put anyone other than Aaron Donald at this award. He's just been so good at what he does. He's averaging almost a sack a game on the interior. That's insane. Aaron Donald will go down as one of the best players on the defensive end in history, I believe. And Aaron Donald is a truly a force to be reckoned with. And you don't, when you're facing the Rams and you're on that offensive line, you should be scared because Aaron Donald's an absolute monster. And he deserves this award, Henry. Yeah, Andrew, moving on now to probably the most controversial award that we're going to have today, and that's Offensive Rookie of the Year. And I have Justin Jefferson winning this award. I mean, he had the greatest wide receiver rookie season from from a rookie, obviously. I mentioned that. Since Anquan Bolden, and he had a better rookie season than basically every receiver in history. I know – Justin Herbert was phenomenal. He threw for over 4,000 yards, threw for 31 touchdowns. But 
I mean, you've seen rookies come close to that. It's not like he crushed the record. While Justin Jefferson had 200 more yards and I think 15 more receptions than the next closest rookie of all time, I would definitely give Justin Herbert a great debate. I think ultimately he'll win this award because he's a quarterback. But I think Justin Jefferson overall just had the more outstanding season. Henry, I disagree with you here. And that's because Justin Herbert was so dominant as a quarterback, as a rookie. Like we don't see rookies typically play as good as he uh, has been playing this year. And he is sixth in the NFL in yards, 10th in touchdowns. And he's throwing at a 66 or closer to 67, actually, percent completion rate. He's completing two out of every three passes. And not only that, he's throwing for over 4,000 yards this season and 31 touchdowns. In 31 touchdowns, it's 10th in the NFL. And that's very good as a rookie. Henry, Justin Herbert deserves this award. And although I really think Justin Jefferson had a great season, Justin Herbert was the best rookie this year in the NFL. Therefore, I believe he should win, and I believe he will win this Offensive Rookie of the Year award. I mean, you said it for yourself in terms of yards. I mean, Justin Jefferson was fourth in the NFL in terms of yards, and that's behind only Stephon Diggs, Travis Kelsey, and DeAndre Hopkins. And Justin Jefferson, as a rookie, had more yards than Devontae Adams, Calvin Ridley, Tyreek Hill. And I think you could make a very good case that he probably had the greatest rookie receiving season of all time where Justin Herbert had a great season for a quarterback, but his team, I mean, quarterback is a lot of a team thing where your team record is a lot based on your play at quarterback. And for him, his team only going seven and nine. I wouldn't say he was overall dominant at that position. Justin Herbert ended the season very hot. And this is why I think that he will just have all the momentum going into the voting for this award. Justin Jefferson ended the season on a four game win streak with wins against the Falcons, Raiders, Denver, and then to close the season, Kansas City. I know that win isn't as good as a typical Kansas City win because you know, they were playing a half-strength Kansas City team because they chose to bench all their players. But Justin Herbert was playing phenomenal all season. He really showed it at the end of the season, ending on that four-game win streak. Justin Herbert, like like I said, phenomenal stats. Completed, this, this stat is probably the most impressive out of any of them. Completed two out of every three passes. 67% completion percentage that's insane you don't see a a rookie quarterback do that often while throwing for nearly 4,500 yards and 31 touchdowns Justin Herbert deserves this award although you can make a very strong argument for Justin Jefferson he did have a really great season Justin Herbert I believe deserves this award more just because quarterback is also a much more difficult position. So it's really hard to compare the seasons that Justin Herbert and Justin Jefferson had, but in terms of the more difficult position to play, that's quarterback. Therefore, Justin Herbert had the most impressive season in my mind and in my eyes. So I have Justin Herbert winning this award over Justin Jefferson. Although I really think you can make a strong argument for Jefferson and either way, a Justin's going to win this award, whether it's Justin Herbert or Justin Jefferson. But 
They they are both they both deserve it, I think. And it's just tough because they both had really impressive seasons. But like I said, I still do have Justin Herbert winning this award. Yeah, Andrew, my 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 main reason for having Justin Jefferson winning is obviously Justin Herbert's season was incredible, but the weapons he had around him were were very good. And a lot of rookie quarterbacks don't get that. And whereas Justin Jefferson had Kirk Cousins as his quarterback and Kirk Cousins is kind of on a steady decline in terms of play. Obviously, Kirk Cousins had a very underrated season, but in terms of comparison of weapons and quarterback play, I would say Justin Herbert had the upper edge of that. But Andrew, let's move on now to defensive rookie of the year. And this is a very obvious one. I was considering putting someone else there, but then I realized how much of an idiot I was. And this this award goes to Chase Young. There's really no debate. He didn't have such a great season, but he was just so dominant and you really had to double team on every play, limiting his ability to just dominate everyone on every phase of the game. Yeah, there weren't really many standout players on the defensive end in case and uh, about in rookies. I mean, the rookie class on the defensive side of the ball wasn't anything special, but Chase Young was definitely the best out of any of them. And Chase Young had seven and a half sacks, four forced fumbles, I mean, like I, like you said, actually, he didn't have an amazing season or anything, but just on the defensive side of the ball, I mean, there just weren't very many standouts from the rookie class. So Chase Young was definitely the best on that side in terms of rookies, but he still had a good season. I mean, seven and a half sacks and four forced fumbles as a rookie is pretty good, but it, he, he wasn't playing like anything special, not, not a Pro Bowl type season or anything. But he did play pretty well for a rookie. Therefore, I do have him winning this award, Defensive Rookie of the Year. Yeah, Andrew, and our final award is Comeback Player of the Year. And this is by far the most obvious one. And what Alex Smith did coming from May not even being able to live again, have possibly having his leg cut off and possibly even dying, to leading his team to the playoffs. I don't care that he was in the NFC East and only won seven games. I don't care how well he played, but just the fact that he was able to play football again is just the reason why he's the comeback player of the year. Yeah, his story is truly inspiring to anyone. And the fact that he was on the hospital bed and after it had 10 plus uh, 10 surgeries or something like that on his leg was told he would never walk again, was told he might not even live through all these surgeries and everything told that his leg might have to be amputated and now is back out on an NFL field playing very well and made the playoffs truly inspiring to anyone that knows his story that watches him play football. This is a no brainer for me and for anyone, Alex Smith, what an inspiring story. What a great guy deserves this award over anyone by a long shot. Alex Smith is my comeback player of the year, and I hope he's everyone else's too. Yeah, Andrew, and with that, I think this should be a great time to wrap up today's podcast. As always, we want to thank everyone for listening. We hope you did enjoy. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and download this podcast, and we'll see you guys next time on the Last Take Sports Podcast.